Hey everyone and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host Kay and this is the podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon and rectify your own personal problems. Now I know we were gone last week, we have just got so much content planned and coming out for you guys that sometimes you know just all catches up to us it catches up to us but we are here this week with another episode so last week well the last episode I should say we touched on different ways for you to save money um, when you're shopping online because this is the time we're in quarantine we're in lockdown this is a time where it's almost very tempting to spend your money online I know I'm finding that temptation I'm on Amazon I'm on eBay I'm buying more things and I probably did before um, maybe in a different way I should say probably buying things in a different way now but I definitely am spending a lot more money online than when we first came into quarantine so it's definitely definitely some good tips I gave you there obviously cashback the ban and cart method all kinds of things things to install on your web browser to help you save some money when shopping online so if you haven't listened to that episode do go back and tune into that one but this week we're going to be talking about budgeting whilst in lockdown because that's something that when I've spoken to a lot of people something everyone's struggling with everyone's like you know what I'm at home and potentially maybe you've been furloughed Uh, maybe you've got the same income maybe you've unfortunately lost your job everyone's in different situations but everyone's like you know what I've got my money and I don't know how to budget realistically I should be saving more I should be spending less and saving more but I'm not so how do I budget my money so I'm going to come in with some tips and tricks on how to effectively budget your money now there's all different ways that people budget their money. Some people use spreadsheets. You might be listening to this and say, yeah, I'm a spreadsheet girl. You might be pen and paper like me. You might say, yeah, I do pen and paper. You might say, you know what? I use apps. I love technology. I use apps to budget. All kinds of ways, but we're going to go through each method. And you can listen and figure out what may be best for you. Take some extra tips as well. And hopefully this should help you. So first one, the main one that people use is spreadsheets. So there are so many free spreadsheets out on the internet for you to use um, i'm going to link one in the description that one of our pals the penny pal has made so you can download that one that's a free spreadsheet that you can use and essentially you open up the spreadsheet on your laptop or on your phone i think if you have like excel or one of those uh, applications so you open it up and it will have the different categories of spending so it'll have like your, you know your bills you fill out all your bills you fill out your normal spending you fill out any kind of fixed income um sorry fixed outgoings you may have you fill out everything even down to any debts you may have or any birthdays or special occasions that are coming up you might have to you know factor in some money there you fill everything out and it will work out how much your spending so from there you can say okay let me put in everything that needs to go out everything i need to spend on this month and you can see right if i take away that from my income for this month how much can i actually you know spend because you would have accounted for frivolous spending so you would have accounted for you know what i'm at home i just want to order this on amazon or whatever it may be i want to order some food you would have accounted for all of that so that will make life a lot easier for you to be able to put the rest away because essentially if you think about it if you budget your money your budget will need to go out you should you should yeah operative word you should be able to put the remaining money into savings so fingers crossed if you don't currently budget your money that might be one way so like I said I'll put it in the episode description from the penny pal have a look at that spreadsheet see if that helps you out it definitely does help to do it month by month. And at least then you'll have a record of how you did budgeting. So you can see, right, this was my budget. Did I stick to it? Did I not? What can I improve going forward? Has my has my outgoings increased? What have I done? You can kind of keep a track on your spending that way. So that's one way. 
alternatively you can do like me and i am a pen and paper kind of gal i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know what it is i don't know what it is there's just something about writing things down i love making lists i don't know what it is i will write down everything even if it's written down like even if i got it on my laptop i will copy it down in written form so what i do and i remember my mum told me this so this is actually quite interesting actually when i was younger so how old was i i think when i was like 15 or 16 so my parents used to give me pocket money every week and then my mom was like you know what i'm gonna stop that i'm gonna give you a fixed amount every month so she instead of giving me i can't remember how much i got a week she gave me a hundred pounds a month and that was you know oh i mean at 16 that's a lot of money but she gave me that a month and she's like this is for you if you want to you know buy anything if you're going out to see friends this is your money and you need to learn to budget and i think that was actually a good way that my mom did instead of every week because before I knew every week I was going to get, you know, a top up to my money. This one was like, beginning of the month, I got £100. Now I've got to figure out how I'm going to make it last a whole month. So she said, the only caveat, the only thing I had to do to get that money was she said, right, Kia, you're getting this money every month. All you need to do is write down every single time you spend some money. She was like, before I give you the next lot, I want to see what you spent it on because she just wanted to see, am I just blowing it on nonsense? What am I actually spending on? So I had to, I remember I went out and at the time, um, Creepers, I don't know if you guys know, Creepers, like big platform shoes. It was a thing at the time, it was a trend and I remember I wanted a pair of Creepers, right? Um, Not the real ones, let's be real. The real ones are expensive. I got fake ones for £30. But I went into a shop near me bought my creepers and I wrote down how much they were and my mom oh she also made me keep the receipts as well so I'd have in like a a notebook I'd have the receipts and I'd have written down what I spent for that month and I'd do that and it made me it really did make me manage my money because I'd be like well no I'm not going to go to for example McDonald's and spend £2.97 I'm not going to do that you know because I have to write it down so I really was very very stringent and didn't spend unnecessarily so that was a really really good way my mom made me do that from young so I guess it's become a bit easier for me now I'm older to budget my money but yes yeah, so that was just what I used to do when I was younger so now now I'm older I still do the same things I still write down my outgoings but I usually do it when I get paid so when I get paid I'll, I'll write down everything that needs to go out so any subscriptions any you know fixed bills anything that is due to come out of my account I'll write it all down so I know exactly how much I'm spending for that month and I also like I like we did for the spreadsheet account for any kind of frivolous spending any birthdays anything that needs to be kind of put to the side do all of that and then I will go forth and put the rest into savings. And I think this is a great time, especially in lockdown, where you can save a lot more. Because realistically, what am I really spending on? Some of you may be like me, living at home. If you do live by yourself, maybe you won't have to spend as much money because you're going to be cooking more. So there's ways that we can kind of cut back on the spending. So I think that's a really good way as well. So if you're like me, pen and paper is king. Sorry, I've, I've tried spreadsheets just for me. I think I'm just old school, pen and paper. It's where my heart lies. It is. It's where my heart lies. So that's me. Lastly, another method is using apps. So there are so many apps out there which help you to budget. So there's apps like Emma, so like the female name, Emma. There's Yolt. There is Clio. Those are just the ones off the top of my head. Those are some really, really good apps. I'll put the links in the episode description as well if you want to download those apps. Really good apps. So the way that they work is you download the apps. So like I've got... I've got all three, actually. So let's, for example, take Emma. So Emma, you can link every single account you have. So if you're like me, I have... How many accounts do I have? I counted this the other day. Let me count. I have one, one, two, three, four, 
four, five. I have five current accounts. That's what I have. I have five current accounts. I probably spend from free quite often. So in Emma, I put in all my current accounts, put everything. So I can see all my balances from every single account. And then what Emma does is it will track every time you have an outgoing, every time you have something coming in, it will let you know. And nowadays, if, you've, if you're with like a challenger bank, so if you're with something like Monzo, Starling, it may not be as useful to know when you've had money coming in and money going out because you get notifications as soon as that happens. But if you have something like a traditional bank, like Lloyd's TSB, HSBC, all of those kind of banks, which don't actually give you a notification when you have money coming in or when you paid a bill, Emma can be really helpful for that. You get a notification saying, oh, you got money into your Halifax account, for example. So that can be really helpful. And it will show you how much you're spending. So Emma really... Emma really aggressively comes and tells me, you know what, Kia, you're spending a bit too much on food. And I'm like, all right, Emma, I don't need to scream. All right, I get it. But it's really, really handy if you want to manage and watch your spending that way. So download Emma. Yelp works in a similar way. So the way Yelp works is you link in only one current account. So you link it in, again, show your balance, and it will show you what your spending's like and what categories you'd be spending most on. So you can see... So I can sit there and think, I'm a great spender. I don't spend a lot on... I don't know, on many things. And then I connect to Yolt and Yolt will say, whoa, you spent over 50% of your income last month on food. And I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, that's a lot, Kia. So Yolt is definitely a really good one if you want to go and have a look. And it will break it down into the different retailers so you can see where you spent most of your money. Break it down like that and keep yourself on track. The same with Clio. So Clio is a bit different. The way Clio's interface works is, again, you link it to an account. And Clio is more like a a personal accountability partner, I'd say. That's what I've related to. So Clear is a bit more, bit more friendly. Mm, friendly? No, I wouldn't use that word. Bit more like a friend who's on your case and saying, you know what, you said you're going to save, so I'm here. I'm here to make sure you're saving. That's that's what Clear is like. So it's a bit of a different interface. It's almost like a chatbot. So you, like I said, connect your account and you go forth and it gives you different buttons to press, so different selections, and then you talk to Clear that way. It's quite, I know it sounds really strange, but definitely download Clear and have a look and see what you think. Um, it's, it's a different kind of interface and it's a different way that they do it, but it's really interesting still. Really, really is interesting. Um, and they, they were actually, Emma and Clear, I know for sure, definitely run different quizzes and different chances to win like £500 every single week. I get notifications every week and I, I'm not going to lie. The last one was a general knowledge quiz and I thought my general knowledge was... 1010 it really wasn't so i did not win that 500 pounds at all but it's really good download some of those if you have a starling or monzo account i'm sure you guys will be listening saying yep i use that they are really really good for budgeting as well i know for example starling if you so a lot of people don't know if you when you're in the app and you're on the home page so it shows you your balance if you tap the big circle which shows your you know your account balance it will then break down your spending so far for that month so it will show you where you've been spending the money and how much you spent again if you swipe up from you know when you're on the main home page of your balance it will show you all your transactions and you can search transactions as well and see how much i've spent here how much i've spent there Monzo is really good especially if you want to put money into different pots you can you know have one pot for spending one pot for bills one pot for i don't know what else would you have food different pots and you can spend from those different pots so i think monzo is really good as well for budgeting if you don't really have one of those accounts definitely would encourage you i know it may seem like it's hard and in this time it's so uncertain it's so uncertain the time we're in 
during quarantine, during lockdown. But I want everyone to know that we're going to get through it. There are ways that we will kind of make sure that we're all financially stable. Even if you've had a change in your income levels, everyone will be financially stable. You know, we, we claim it, we claim it. We'll come out of quarantine. We'll come out the other side better than when we came in. So another tip I'd say to everyone, if you're looking to say, you know what, I want to kind of cut down my spending. One thing that I did is I went through all of my subscriptions and some of you may have only two. I have a lot. I have a lot of subscriptions just because I may need, what do I have? I'm trying to give you an example. Because I illustrated a lot more than what I did, I will subscribe to quite a few websites which give you access to, you know, like different images and stuff you can download. So I was paying £10 to each one and I've got three different ones that I'm subscribed to. I've got so many things that I pay on subscription and you don't even realise because they come out at different times. So I sat down and I went through everything. I said, right, what am I paying for and what do I actually need? So I went through and I cancelled about four different subscriptions because like, I don't actually need this. I really don't. I thought I did, but I don't. So I went ahead and cancelled those. And again, that was just more money freed up each month. So if you haven't already, I'd definitely say go through and see if you have any subscriptions that you can cancel, even if you're not meant to. But even if you can, if you have Netflix and someone else in your family has Netflix, cancel your Netflix, share with someone. There's different ways that you can utilise. If you want to use Disney+, Plus, share with someone. Just cut down what you don't need cut it down a lot of different places are offering um i know for example we've mentioned before adobe the adobe suite were offering three months free if you couldn't afford to pay um i've i think probably a lot of websites will be offering this because i was going to cancel one of my subscriptions i can't remember what website it was um oh yes i was using canva i was using a website canva where you can design like posters um business cards all kind of things online and when I went to go cancel it, because I was like, oh, actually, you know what? I don't actually need this. I'm going to go and cancel it. And they gave me 50% off for the next two months. I was like, you know what? You might have me there. You know, what? I'll stay. 50% off, I'll take that. So you'd be surprised. Go back to some of your subscriptions. Click cancel, because they won't cancel it straight away. It'll, they'll give you like another step and say, are you sure? And a lot of them will offer you either, you know, a couple months free or maybe some sort of discount. So go and have a look that way. And just try and save some money that way. I'm telling you, it is key during this period just to stack up the coins until we come out. Because I'm sure there'll be a flurry. When we get released, everyone will be running. Well, with masks on, I'm sure. And sanitizer. But everyone will be running to the restaurants to try to, you know, splash the cash. Let's be smarter than that and put some money away. Budget our money. So, so we'll be good. We'll be good. Please do make sure you're looking after yourself during this time. Self-care is key. I'm telling you, I've learned the hard way. I have been overworking because there's almost this pressure. There's this pressure to feel like you need to be doing something 24-7. And I definitely felt that pressure. Um, but I have been practicing self-care. And when I say self-care, I mean, I'll switch off. I'm not doing anything work-related. I will put my phone down and I'll do a face mask. And I'll watch some TV that I want to watch and I'll just relax and zone out. So if you can, make sure you zone out. I even, my friend even got me a plant. So I'm just trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be at one of nature. So make sure you can. I know it's a tough time during lockdown. We'll be here to create more content for you in the coming weeks. We will have some more guests. I know it's been lockdown. It's been hard, but we have got some amazing episodes lined up. So please do stay tuned for the next coming weeks. I'm so excited for some of these episodes. I'm so excited. Some of the guests that we've got, I think they're going to be really, really good. Um, so do stay tuned for these coming episodes. We will help you keep building, keep learning, keep growing. So yeah, 
So we have come to the section of the episode that I like to call That Really Happened. And that is where we pick a news story for the past week, which, you know, may have been overlooked or we just want to discuss. And we'll delve into that. So I think it's probably very important to talk about the changes to the TFL. So for those of you who don't know, TFL stands for Transport for London, and they are the ones who operate transport within London. So they're the ones who are in charge of the red buses, in charge of the underground, um, some of the overground lines. It is Transport for London who keep us connected within London. If you didn't know, they were on the brink of collapse financially. So they asked for a government bailout of £1.6 billion. The government said yes, but in order for them to get that bailout, the government said that they had to have 100% control of the TFL. So they got that. And there's been a lot of changes which will be reflected towards us as consumers in, in London. So you may or may not know, the congestion charge has come back into play from today. So if you didn't know, during the lockdown period, the government has suspended the congestion charge and ULEZ. So that stands for ultra low emission zone. And that is for older cars or diesel cars, which create a lot of emissions and pollution in the air. They would have to pay this fee, you know, to be able to use their cars in central London. So that was put on pause alongside congestion charge during, you know, the the quarantine lockdown phase. But it's now come back into play to, from today. And from June 22nd, the price for the congestion charger, which is currently £11.50, will go up to £15. £15 it will be. So anyone who's driving in central London will have to pay £15 for that luxury. Plus, the current run time for the congestion charge is currently 7am to 6pm, Monday to Friday. From June 22nd, it's going to go from 7am to 10pm, Monday to Sunday. So that's going to be a big change for many of us. I know I I was definitely part of that. On the weekends, I might decide to drive in central London or drive into somewhere closer because no congestion charge. That will no longer be the case from June 22nd. That will be seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. So that will have major effects on a lot of people, I'm sure. Also, they the government have currently temporarily suspended um, free travel for under 18. So, you know, under 18s get free bus travel. They've suspended that at the moment. They've said because there's no schooling at the moment, so they've suspended that. And anyone with Freedom Pass, so that's individuals who are 60 and over, with Freedom Pass will now not be entitled to free travel during peak time. So in the mornings and in the evenings during peak times, they will not be able to travel for free. A lot of changes, a lot to be taken there. Definitely, I'll link an article in the episode description for you to have a look and read further if you want to know a bit more. But it'll be interesting to see what changes come of this in the coming weeks and months. But yes, that has been this week's episode of the Pennies to Pounds podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Pennies to Pounds pod, on Twitter, Pennies to Pound, singular. Subscribe to the YouTube, Pennies to Pounds TV. Um, and yeah, we've got so much more coming. Visit our website as well, penningstopounds.co.uk. We've just got so much content coming for you guys. The episode's coming. I'm so, so, so excited for I've I've literally been working for you guys. I've been working behind the scenes to try and secure some good guests and get some good content created for you. So apologies again for last week being MIA, but I promise you it'll be worth it in the coming weeks. Woo, hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you next week. Bye.